Welcome to the Strong Men, Strong Marriages podcast. Here we are on a mission to get strong, get attractive, and get the marriage of our dreams. I'm your host, Mike Frazier. Let's do this. All right, men, welcome to today's episode of Strong Men, Strong Marriages, Why Marriage Communication Skills Don't Work. So that might seem a little bit weird, but here's the truth. Like most marriage counselors and books, right? They teach communication skills. Here's how to talk, use I feeling language. But most marriage counseling doesn't end up helping that much. So there's a reason for that. And we're going to get into that today. So my name is Mike Frazier, MD. I am a marriage coach for high achieving Christian men, and I help them have more intimate marriages. I trained as a psychiatrist, so I understand how the brain works and habits and all of that. And we implement all of that to really rewire your brain to have a great mental, emotional, and sexual connection with your wife. So want to share a win for the week. So this is from one of the guys in our program. It hasn't been in it that long, probably just over a month now and um, already having just amazing changes. So uh, he was on a trip with his wife and he said, I deliberately decided to address what I considered to be the elephants looming in the room, always focusing on how she felt about situations and circumstances present and past. It was very amazing as I was really giving her a voice and listening and understanding. I learned more about her in a weekend than I had in over 15 years, and our connection is much more intimate. I made a comment on on the way home that it felt like we got married again, and my wife agreed that she felt the same way. So, so proud of this guy, man. He is really implementing what we teach in the program. And so you'll see here, you know, he, he used some communication skills, right? He listened to her, but he had tried that before, right? And it hadn't really worked. And we're going to get into why today. So most high achieving Christian men, what they want to try is to do something different, to have a more intimate marriage, right? So they want to learn a communication skill of listening, for example, or they might read the five love languages and say, oh, like I just have to do these things. I just have to show my wife, uh, write her some notes, right? Do some acts of service for her, buy her some gifts, right? Do, do, do. Um, I need to learn how to listen, right? Um, I need to learn how to keep my emotions down so I don't blow up so much. A lot, <laughs> I always laugh with guys that they say like, I kept my emotions down, right? I, you know, I felt mad, but I didn't show it. You didn't just trust me. You did not do that. <laughs> your wife knows that you're mad. Your kids know that you're mad. Yeah, sure. Maybe keep a lid on it. Exactly. You didn't like throw anything or smash anything, but like, the anger was there and your wife picked it up. You know, you didn't fool her or really succeed that much really by like hiding it. So, but men think that's what they need to do, like control my temper. Or they try to stop doing things that they know cause problems like looking at pornography or yelling, or, you know, they stop having an affair, right? Those are clearly things they need to stop. But again, it's not just doing those things or stopping those things that's going to make the difference. Okay. Because here's the bottom line. What you do actually doesn't matter that much. Like it does matter, but it matters less than you think. Like there are actions that are useful in having a good relationship and having an intimate marriage. Communication skills are one of those things. You definitely want to have that skill in your tool belt of how to listen well, right? How to express yourself well. You want to be able to do that, right? But here's the thing. 
uh, you've heard of con men, confidence men, right? These are people that use communication skills to get people to trust them, even though they are not trustworthy. Okay. And their intention is actually to deceive these people to get what they want from them, whether that's money, whether that's sex. Um, that's usually what, what con men are going for, right? Or a combination of those. So, you know, they know how to speak well, they know how to listen, they know how to gain or show well fake empathy, right? They're skilled, you know, they're doing those things, but they won't have good long-term relationships, even though they have those skills, because the thoughts and feelings and intentions behind those quote unquote good actions are not good, right? And that's what's destroying their relationships. Now, a con man's not really interested in a long-term relationship, but the guys that I work with, they do want a long-term relationship, but they have to shift up the way they're thinking about using these skills and the way that they're feeling and the intentions when they use these skills to get the results that they want, right? Because when they come in there, they're kind of like I was, where it's really sort of a manipulative reasoning behind using these skills, right? You're listening, but it's with the intention of getting attention from your wife or getting her to have sex with you, right? Or I want to understand her, so she'll finally do what I want, okay? So all of that is still manipulative. And that's why just like, if you can communicate better that you're a jerk, like you're just going to communicate better that you're a jerk and be less attractive, right? What you want to do is turn into someone who is a good person with good intentions and then communicate that well, because that is what will create a great relationship. Okay. So one communication skill, right, is seek first to understand, then to be understood. This comes from the seven habits of highly effective people by Stephen Covey. So what I think is probably the most important skill of having a great marriage and a great relationship, right? And so you could go in and say, okay, like, I just need to, when my wife says something like, I had a bad day at work. My boss yelled at me. Reflect content and emotion. So, oh, you're sad that your boss yelled at you would be like the phrase that you could use, right? And that's a skill and it's a very useful and important skill to have, okay? But if you use those skills for the wrong intention, you start creating problems, right? You start creating issues. And that skill actually becomes patronizing or manipulative, right? You're, you're just like sitting there, oh yeah, you know, let me just kind of spout these words off. Oh, you're sad because you're boss yelling at you. Yeah, I am. But then your wife's like, oh, you're not really listening. But you're like, yeah, I am. You know, I, I just I just told you what you just said. Yeah, but you're not really listening. What she's saying there, what she really is saying is, yeah, your your skill is there. The action is there, but there's no actual feeling behind it. There's no true intention behind it, you know? Or let's say you have a good a good uh, connection. You're always like, yeah, I, I felt sad. And, you know, let me give you a hug. Right. And, and then all of a sudden you start like feeling her up and she's like, oh my gosh, like you, you didn't listen to this. I can't believe you did this. And you're like, what? I did listen. You know, I thought we were connecting. Right. It, but you kind of expose that, that whole thing was just sort of a ploy to get her to have sex with you. Right. So that's why just the skill itself is not enough, right? We've got to align everything else. So giving gifts, yeah, I've shared this story before, but like I would buy my wife flowers and just be like really mad if she wasn't like overflowing with joy because I got them. And so that action is good. Getting your wife a gift is good. But if the thought and feeling and intention behind it are not good, it doesn't create the result that you want. It doesn't create more intimacy. Your wife picks up that it's manipulative and kind of doesn't like it. 
Because <laughs> really it comes back to that same old problem, the, what I call the mosquito cycle, right? Where you're doing something nice, but it's so that you can get something back from your wife. You want attention, appreciation, and affection from her. Now, this is not to say that you should never want that or ask for that or, you know, try to create, you know, a situation where you get attention, appreciation, and affection, right? Where you ask to work on your physical relationship, right? But you just have to do that in a way that's effective. Most guys do it in a way that's not effective. They don't create a good mental, emotional connection before they try to create a sexual connection, right? And so they come in, they try to create a sexual connection. Their wife's like, no, and then they get mad, okay? Because they haven't figured out how to build a good mental and emotional connection first, okay? They want to jump straight to the, oh, let's just have sex. That'll make things better. Okay, it doesn't. You know, uh, I've talked with guys where, you know, they, they try to arrange this. Maybe their wife even agrees, but it's just like, she's not really into it. She's like, oh, I guess I, this is what I'm supposed to do now that I'm married, right? And that doesn't, that drives even further mental, emotional distance, okay? So even if you're having a sexual connection, it's not the kind that you really want, right? It's not one that has passion and, and connection because you don't have that good mental, emotional connection first, okay? So the thing with the mosquito cycle is it can work for a little while, right? Because you're doing nice things. So your wife maybe doesn't catch those intentions right at first. It can work even for like a couple years of marriage maybe, but eventually she's going to pick up and just be like, whoa, you know, this guy just wants sex or just wants me to to appreciate him all the time. This guy can't manage his own emotions. He wants me to do it for him. Okay. And then she gets sick of that, right? She doesn't like it. So, and the other way you'll know you're in the mosquito cycle is when it quote unquote doesn't work, you start getting frustrated. Oh, I bought her these flowers and we didn't have sex, right? And you get mad. I did the dishes. We're still not having sex, right? I did all the five love languages. I bought her a gift. I spent quality time with her. I planned a good date and we still don't have sex. Nothing's working, right? So, you know, screw you, honey. Like, you probably wouldn't say honey at that point. Like, screw you, wife, right? I'm going to go do something else, right? And so you get mad at her and then you maybe go escape into pornography or another woman or into work or overeating or video games or whatever, right? So that's how you know if you're in that cycle, right? <laughs> you do these nice things, then you get mad when they quote unquote don't work because even if you're saying it doesn't work, that exposes that your intention is to change her, right? Is to get something from her. Quote unquote, it didn't work. She didn't come back. She didn't have sex with me. She didn't pay attention to me, okay? You're in the mosquito cycle there for sure, okay? And it's a problem, right? But it's not an unfixable problem. But you have to realize choosing a new action is not the solution, okay? Because your thoughts and feelings and intentions are still problematic. We've got to fix those thoughts and feelings and intentions. So your brain's stuck in the same pattern and whatever action you throw in there, your brain is kind of putting around it these same thoughts, feelings, and intentions. So we have to change that thought pattern. The way I like to explain this to my guys is a couple ways. One is like really the way your brain works is when your brain cells, your neurons fire together, they wire together, meaning those connections get stronger. So the more times you've told yourself like, Oh, you know, I do so much for my wife and she doesn't do anything for me. That gets really strong and it starts building to where you get really mad. Like you used to keep doing things for her. You're not getting what you want. And then you're upset, right? Or it's like, if I do enough for my wife, then she'll finally do what I want, right? You know, happy wife, happy life, 
if I make her happy, she'll make me happy, right? That's run so many times in your brain that everything kind of revolves around that. So we have to undo that pattern. And this is what we work on in the program, right? Every day we're in there fixing that brain wiring and that brain thinking. So what do you need to do instead? Okay, here's the number one secret to real intimacy in marriage. You have to change your brain to change your results. That's it. You have to change your thinking. That's why just the action of communication skills or, um, you know, buying gifts or whatever is not enough because your thinking has to change. Okay. And you have to be very deliberate about how you change your thinking, right? You've got to do it so that everything aligns in a way that feels good to you and is attractive to her. Okay. Your thinking needs to create feelings that are good and solid which then fuels actions that are within like good actions to take. Okay. It'll be hard for you to like go, you know, punch your wife and have that aligned in a way that is, you know, in integrity and good. Okay. Like that action pretty much isn't, doesn't ever line up with a good thought and feeling where like good communication skills, those can line up with good thoughts and feelings, or they can line up with manipulative and problematic thoughts and feelings and intentions. Okay. So you still need good skills. Like we can't, <laughs> they, they all flow together, right? But uh, sometimes we can be kind of tricky where a good action can actually be used in a problematic way, okay? A bad action, it's pretty tough to use that in a in an, a way that's aligned in an integrity. Like we used violence as an example, like, you know, towards your wife, there's not really a time when violence is ever going to, be aligned with who you want to be, especially as a Christian. Like there's not a time when, you know, being violent towards your wife aligns with Christian values just doesn't. Okay. So it can be a little bit abstract, but hopefully you're getting it, but I want to really drive it in with a specific example. So it's still talking about marriage communication skills. So the thought could be, again, seek first to understand then to be understood. So the thought could be, I need to try to understand my wife so that she'll like me more and have sex with me. Right. This is what a lot of guys think. This is their thought process. So the feeling with this, again, I need to try to understand my wife so she'll like me and have sex with me. The feeling's hopeful, but it's in this needy way, right? Oh, come on. Like if I do this, hopefully it'll work, right? It's like excited, but, but, uh, it's kind of desperate and needy. So the action you take, you use those listening communication skills. Oh yeah, you had a hard day at work. Oh yeah, that that must have been sad for you, right? And the whole time you're kind of like excited because you're like, okay, like maybe I'm understanding her and we'll we'll get to where she really feels good and wants to have sex with me. So your intention, again, is to make my wife like me so she'll have sex with me. So the thought and the intention run together and the result ends up being you use the skills, right? But attraction is not created, Okay. It, it actually doesn't feel that good to be like in this, oh, I hope she hope she likes me. You know, I hope she, uh, you know, I hope she has sex with me tonight, right? It's kind of anxious and needy. It doesn't feel that good. And that feeling state is not attractive. And the intention of making her like you so she'll have sex with you is also not attractive, okay? So the result, again, you used communication skills. You tried to understand her, but you did not create attraction, okay? Again, the action, what you do, it just is not enough. The rest of this model of thoughts, feelings, action, sentence is not in integrity. Your thoughts and feelings, okay, are actually different than the action, okay? I mean, you're using the skills, but not with the intention that's going to get you what you want, 
Okay, it's manipulative. That's the bottom line. You're trying to get something from her by doing this. And so it is not attractive. Okay, the more you need your wife to pay attention to you, have sex with you, the less likely you're going to get it. Okay, that's the paradox of this whole thing. So let's do a better example. So here's how this could be aligned and you could still use marriage communication skills, but in a way that will create intimacy and connection. Okay. So the thought in this case is going to be, Hey, look, you know, I'm learning. I don't do a very good job listening to my wife. I really want to understand her better. And I want to express myself clearly to her. Okay. So that, even when I say that, right, I feel solid, right? I feel understanding. I feel thoughtful, right? Towards my wife. I feel, you know, excited, but in a way that, Hey, I'm going to like learn a new skill and really understand my wife at a deep level, try to get into her shoes, right? That could be another thought. I want to really get into her shoes and understand her experience. Okay. Now, when you feel solid and understanding and thoughtful, guess what? That feeling state feels very good and it's very attractive to her. Okay. So what action do you take? You start using the listening and communication skills, right? You seek to understand, you really try to get into her experience, right? You express yourself after you really understand her well, okay? And it's a good open dialogue. Your intention is to understand her well, express yourself clearly. Maybe it's get to win-win if it's something important, right? Or maybe just that night, it's really just to understand her. And the result being, you get more understanding and that creates more mental and emotional intimacy, which then leads to better physical intimacy. So the action was the same, guys, but... What mattered was how you thought and felt going into that action, what your intentions were when you performed that action, okay? Again, that feeling state was solid and attractive versus needy and unattractive. Your actions are aligned and they're in integrity with Christian values and principles, right? Do you think Jesus wants us to try to understand our wife and get into her shoes? Yeah. Did Jesus do a good job of trying to understand us? 100%, right? That's what the whole Gethsemane experience was about, right? Getting into our experience. Okay, so that's, we're in alignment with Christian principles. We're in alignment all the way through. We feel good. We're solid. We feel good and we're attractive, right? And we learned a new skill of doing better at understanding our wife, okay? And then we got to intimacy because of it. So again, guys, to to kind of summarize, most high-achieving Christian men, they believe that better intimacy is about doing different things. For example, learning better communication skills or five love languages or whatever. But what it's actually about is thinking and feeling in different ways. And that's combined with using the communication and other relationship skills with good intentions. Okay. It all has to line up. So doing the skills without correct thinking and feeling, it creates problematic manipulative intentions for your actions. So you're still doing the right things, but for the wrong reasons. Okay. You're trying to understand your wife, so she'll have sex with you. That's problematic because it's manipulative of her. Guys, this is a paradox. Like, and this is a hard thing for high achieving men because usually we set a goal and we just like do stuff until we get it. Where here we're like, oh, okay, I want more intimacy with my wife, so I should just like talk about that all the time and focus on the intimacy piece. But it won't get you there, right? What gets you there is having these. It's still manipulation. If you're trying to get her to do something, you have to focus on you being a more attractive person. To be a more attractive person, that's more Christ-like person. That's someone that is strong and caring and loving uh, and also expresses himself well and fights for his wife, stands up for herself, finds that balance of loving himself equally to her. There's a lot of growth there as we do that. 
And that's what's attractive. That's what creates intimacy. Okay. So again, when you use like a good skill like communication, but you're using it for manipulative reasons, your wife feels this. Okay. So you might be saying the right things. You might be doing the right things. You might be buying her gifts. You might be providing for the house, right? But your wife senses there's manipulation there, you know, and it repels her whether she can express that to you or not. Okay. This is a key point. She might not be able to even put her finger on it herself. You know, she's going to say stuff like, I don't know, you know, you're doing these things, but I just don't feel it. Right. Um, you know, I just don't feel that attracted to you. I don't know why, like on paper, you're doing all the right things. And I even feel guilty, right? I feel guilty that I don't feel attracted to you because I probably should based on everything that you're doing here. But I just don't, I don't feel it. And then you get upset, right? Cause you're like, man, you know, what's going on here? Why I'm doing all this stuff. I'm not getting what I want. And she's like, yeah, I don't know either. Like I want to have intimacy with you, but I just don't feel it. Right. But guys, this is the, this is the reason. Okay. This is the reason is that you're doing the right things, but for the wrong reasons, your thinking and feeling state is off, right? Your intentions are off. You've got to align those first. And then all of a sudden, boom, like those things shift and you have a great mentally emotional connection that creates a great sexual connection. Okay. So what do you need to be, to do, to be able to do this? You need to be able to identify your thoughts and emotions at a very deep level. So most people can't do that on their own. Um, you know, you can get to a certain level, but if you want to go to a next level, right, you will want coaching and help. Okay. I'm included in this. My best advances have come when I have gotten help from outside. Okay. The ability to find and use new attractive thoughts. Okay. So you need to learn those from somebody. Most of the time you can't generate those on your own, whether that's through other people or directly from God through prayer and revelation, right? You need to find and use new thoughts. You need to create a clear vision of who you want to be, okay? And then execute on that vision every day. And that's one of the big things we work on in our program is getting clear on what you're going to really tell yourself every day so that you're creating those feeling states every day, right? And then you do daily work on your thinking patterns to rewire your brain. You get feedback, right? What went well today? What didn't? You know, I have this question. How do I do this differently, right? So every day you're working, working, improving, getting that outside help to do it. Okay. And then you need the skills too. Okay. So it's not that you don't need any communication skills. You don't need any other relationship skills. You do need them. They just have to be applied in the correct way. Okay. So you need to be able to understand her. Well, you need to be able to ask for what you want. You need to be able to set boundaries, all of that stuff. Okay. And you need to have skills of creating fun, flirting, passion, all of that. Right. But that one too, especially like that's coming from a different spot. Like you could plan a fun date, but if your thought the whole time is, Oh, like hopefully in this date, she's going to have sex with me. I did that forever. Right. And it never worked because like all of a sudden something would go wrong and then you're totally upset. You're like, Oh, you know, I did all that work for nothing. You know, planned all that. You still want to have sex with me. Right. And you're mad versus no, let's have a good time. Let's enjoy ourselves, which then naturally leads to mental, emotional, and then physical and sexual connection. Okay. So guys, if you want to learn all of these skills, right, the skills that you need, but then also do what you actually have to do, which is shift up your thinking and feeling state and your intentions as you use these skills and work every day to do that for 90 days. So at the end of nine days, you have a great mental, emotional, and sexual connection with your wife. 
and get the coaching and accountability to make sure you're doing it and getting the corrections that you need every day. Okay, that's what happens here in Love, Intimacy, and Legacy, my program, right? And I'd love to have you there. You know, what we do is you you sign up for a call, you fill out an application. The application has to be filled out before we talk. I only take a few guys, you know, at a time in here because I want to make sure that they are getting the attention uh, from me and also, you know, that they're very committed and in there working. Okay. So I don't take a lot of guys in here, but uh, the guys that come in, uh, they get results, right? Because they work hard and I kind of screen it to make sure that guys that come in are going to work hard and get the results and that they're people that I like to work with and that we can work well together. So if that's you, you're a high achieving Christian man, you want more intimacy in your marriage, head over to MikeFraserMD.com. That's M-I-K-E-F-R-A-Z is in zebra, I-E-R-M-D.com or strongmenstrongmarriages.com and you know, fill out the application. Let's let's get to work. Um, there's also an, a link to it in the show notes or uh, uh, if you're watching on YouTube below. So, all right, men, stay strong and we will see you next episode and hopefully on a call for the application for the program. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please leave a review on iTunes and share the episode with a friend so we can help create stronger men and stronger marriages across the world. And if you're ready to take your strength training and your marriage to the next level, visit strongmenstrongmarriages.com to learn how. I'll see you there.